God bless you. God bless you. Look, I want to take a few moments to speak from the subject of the depths of God, the depths of God. I'm so excited about what God is going to speak to us. Father, I decrease so that you may increase uh, in me and allow me to say something to encourage the hurting and Lord, to enlighten those that are in dark places and Lord, to provide wisdom through, of course, the work and ministry of your Holy Spirit, not me, but thee, uh, to people that need answers and that need to make a very vital decision and just decisions in life. Father, we praise you on credit in advance before you do what you're going to do. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The depths of God. Now, the word depths, it comes from, of course, uh, when Jesus had entered into the ship in Luke chapter five, into Peter's ship. And of course, Peter was a fisherman by trade. Of course, Peter being one of the disciples of Jesus. We see that glory to God after uh, Peter gave Jesus glory to God access to his ship. Glory to God that Jesus sat down and taught. And we see here, look at verse three, and he entered, Jesus entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Okay, this is where we are. That's what I just explained. This is a verse. Verse 4, Luke 5 and 4. Now, when he had left speaking, notice this. Jesus says this on his way, leaving the boat. He said unto Simon. So we see uh, the message was intended for Simon, not anybody else. He says, Simon, I'm passing you the leadership. I'm passing you the baton to do what I'm about to say. As he was leaving the ship, he said unto Simon, launch out, glory to God, into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. This word depths or deep speaks of, comes from the word bathos, B-A-T-O-S, where we get our English word bath, when you take a bath, you sit in the bath water. And simply this 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 term launch out into the deep, and we're going to be looking at uh, at least another verse or maybe a couple of more verses to support this because it's a biblical it's biblical biblical truth is that the reason why that this word this word is very interesting depths, it speaks of mystery, going to a place that you've never gone before. Peter fished for a living, but it's amazing that even though we become accustomed to something for a while, it doesn't mean that we get a corner on it to where, listen closely, that we, glory to God, are always going to come out on top or either figure out the answer or prevail in the situation. That That's, that's in relationship to our marriage. That's in relationship to our Christian life. That's in relationship to our children. You can't raise every child the same way. You must raise them by the principles of God. But even with the same child, you're not going to do the same thing in, in a different season and expect the same result. 
So therefore, there is a charge and an encouragement. And Jesus is pushing all of us to launch out into the deep. And deep means simply to occupy a place that you've never occupied before. It speaks of unoccupied territory. It speaks of, guess what, places in your life that are untouched. Believe it or not, I don't care what anybody tells you. Listen closely. You need to go deeper in God. Glory to God. I need to go deeper in God. And see, and see, this idea and this subject of glory to God, the depths of God, God is simply speaking to his church. And you know what he's saying to his church? He's telling his church, I'm taking you deeper. I want to take you deeper. You say, what do you mean? That means, okay, okay, of course, we see, of course, in Matthew chapter eight, where the disciples experience, listen closely, a a storm, a a very, very, very aggressive, glory to God, cordial shy storm on the lake. Jesus, what did Jesus say? Before they went and even entered into the boat, he says, glory to God, we're going to the other side. We're going to the other side. So it's it, the other side means unoccupied territory. So but those of you that are looking, glory to God, when you pray, number one, you don't have to pray it. You don't have to pray. People say pray for patience. Baby, patience is one of the ninefold characteristics of the spirit. And guess what? Unoccupied territory is, uh, is, is the very thing that you have trouble in extending patience to a certain person because it's like, look, they just get on my nerves. You may not verbally say it. You may not say it audibly, but you got thoughts that go through your mind at your workplace with certain, come on now, quote shy with certain people or certain things your spouse say and say, you know what, Lord, I need help in this area. This word depths, this word of uh, the deep things of God or the depths of God carries the idea of Lord. I, it speaks to the areas of Lord. I need your help. That means you're going to have to go deeper. You're going to have to do something different. Guess what? Because what you're doing is not bringing forth glory to God, glory to God, spiritual success. And it's okay because the Holy Spirit is here. We see, first of all, as I was saying, when they went to the other side of the lake, look, here, they experienced a storm. But when they got to the other side, they had entered into unoccupied territory. God is saying, I'm trying to take you somewhere, spiritually speaking, to a place you've never been before. I know you pray. I know you've seen God move like never before. I know you've done great ministry. I know you have a wonderful pastor. I know that your marriage, glory to God, is not on the rocks and things looking good in your life or Glory to God, somebody, look here, but guess what? I got something deeper. Look here, we become too common and too mundane, and we we go through the motions. Glory to God. We cross T's and dot I's, and we do the same thing, and God is saying, I need you to go deeper. Could it be, and it is, glory to God, that God allows trouble, trial, testing to come to take us deeper, to take us to unoccupied territory. So what happened when they got to the other side of the lake in Matthew 8. I'm so glad you asked. They immediately, listen closely. God told me there's some things that's waiting on you. Glory to God. Glory to God. When you launch out into the deep, when you look here, immediately they met Jesus. Jesus met a man. The man came to him that had a legion of demons. Never before in Jesus' ministry did the apostles 
see and witness anything like this. So what is God saying? God is saying when you give your heart and I give my heart and yield my heart to the Holy Spirit to take me to unoccupied territory, to be able to forgive those that I don't know how to forgive, to be able to guess what? Glory to God, trust God in areas that I have not trusted. See, God says there's untapped reservoirs on the inside of you. There is untouched territory. There is unoccupied territory. So guess what happened? They witnessed that boy being clothed in his right mind, you see. But they ne- the disciples would have never witnessed de- seeing demons cast out of this boy unless they would have entered into unoccupied territory and as they went through the storm. God is saying, that's why James said, the half-brother of Jesus, my brethren, glory to God, count it all joy. When you fall into divers temptations, now who would 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 count it joy? Because there's something good coming. Those of you that are going through life trying in difficult times right now, God is saying, baby, the trouble is a confirmation that comfort is coming. That glory to God, guess what? The trouble is a confirmation that God is taking you and launching you into the deep. The, look here, baby, the, the trouble is a confirmation that God's about to do something in your life that you've never experienced before. The, look here, it's going to cause you to love God in a deeper way. It's going to cause you to, guess what? Have more of a glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, a conviction to win lost souls for Christ. So, What do we see here? We hear the scripture quoted so much in our churches. The eyes not seen, glory to God, the ears not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man all the things that God has prepared for them that love him. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 9. But people do not keep reading. You have to continue to read. That's why there's, that's verse 9. You got to read verse 10. The Bible says, but God had revealed them unto us, his believers, by his spirit. For the spirit, glory to God, searcheth or inquires or investigates all things, all things, yea, the very deep things of God. Guess what? See, many of us desire the things we haven't seen. But how are you going to get to the things you have not seen, spiritually speaking? People being raised from the dead, glory to God. Some of you are still doubting. That's why you doubt, because you're in a comfortable position. You, 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 okay, just because you've never seen it before, and the Bible says it doesn't mean that it's not going to, that it can't happen. The reason why many people struggle with miracles is because they dwell in common Christian living. Common. You see, we have a five-fold Kodosha ministry. See, see, we, we, have you ever witnessed anybody to glory to God get off their deathbed and just walk? Have you ever witnessed anybody glory to God that was blind and got their eyesight back? Look here. See, see, many people, have you ever witnessed somebody glory to God that had all kind of demons? I, look, here, I know that about myself. I used to two powder cocaine. I used to be glory to God, glory to God, a womanizer. I'm talking about when I was in the world over 30 years ago. I look at went to prison, faced 99 years in the, ni- in the year 1997. Why does the, the, do I share that? Why does this preacher share that? Because I want people to know that they are depths in God. And now I'm an apostle, a pastor called of Jesus Christ, separated unto the gospel of God. You have, to, you have to know the testimony. That's why the Bible says you need to share your testimony, person of God. Those of you that are, you may say, well, yeah, I got saved. But, but baby, you need, we talk so much about the new. 
But the Bible says old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Do you know that that's right there is unoccupied territory for many believers? We just go to church. We read our Bibles when we can, whenever we choose to. And, and, we, and we, we, we give and this and that. And our lives are so common, you see. When are we going to launch out into the deep? When are we going to start? Look, here, I don't know what to say when I minister to people. You know what to say when you ask for something. You know what to say if your check is short for the week. You know what to say. See, it, the answer is truly, the, this is the answer. We know what to say for what we want. So you don't need to be praying, God, show me what to say. You need to be saying, Father, deepen my desire for the things of God, for lost souls. Okay? Until you see really what a sinner is. You're not going to have and see how people live until you see a person, glory to God, that has urinated on themselves sitting on a park bench in front of a courthouse and people walk by them like they're dogs. And then you see that they are covering themselves with a blanket that is totally drenched in water and they're looking to get warm and they sit out there and they got a buggy out there. That'll do something to your heart if you have Christ on you, if you have Christ, glory to God, on the inside of you. See, sometimes going out and launching out into the deep, look here, consists of, guess what? You need to see something different. You need to see different scenery. How about asking your pastor or asking uh, uh, someone, uh, glory to God, that you know a believer, dude, have you ever heard of any, do you know any churches got any jail ministry? I'm talking about those that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in the gospel. Gospel, churches, churches that preach the gospel. Baby, you need to go in. OK, you need to go in. That's why sometimes things that change people's lives is is it's not just going to church. It's maybe having a son or a grandson or a granddaughter or somebody get in some trouble. And then you see the process of injustice and how the system is set up. Glory to God to destroy people. But at the same time, listen closely. Listen to me. You begin to see things differently now. You see, see, sometimes it's seeing something that is different. When's the last time you've seen somebody struggling? I'm not talking about a Joyce Meyer, uh, glory to God, her ministry or Creflo Dollar, somebody like that. You see people sick on TV. You see people homeless on TV. What about people that are homeless in this city? It'll change you. It'll do something on the inside of you. So, so what am I saying? We first of all see we need to launch out into the deep. We need to leave our place, people of God, of commonality. We need to, to, to start entering into unoccupied territory. See, being in unoccupied territory, do you remember what happened? That, that glory to God, that the, 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 uh, Jesus cast those demons out of that man and they went into the swine? Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, and then guess what? The swine drowned themselves, ran into a body of water and drowned themselves. And then the men that were feeding swine began to uh, beckon and say, you need to leave our territory. Did you, did you get what did you see? So guess what ended up happening? This is what happens when people, when, when God launches out us out into the deep and unoccupied and untouched territory, people are going to be saved that the devil has had for years. Satan has had control and power over people's lives for years, and God has given us the keys to the kingdom of God. It, it may not be you witnessing in, 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 in the setting of being in somebody's home. It may be just sharing a word with somebody, a co-worker at lunch about how Christ, what he's done for you. Look, look, let's not confuse evangelism, people of God. People are hurting all over. You think you got some problems, baby. People are in darkness.
And God has said, glory to God, that he is called light out of darkness, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. So so what do we get out of all of this? We get, first of all, uh, that, listen closely, the depths of God. First, we see the commandment. The commandment was Jesus said, launch out into the deep. It was a commandment. Going deeper into unoccupied territory in God is only going to come by, you're not going to do it. You're not just going to say, I want to do that unless Christ is on the inside of you. But that's really the Holy Spirit speaking to you. The commandment, he told Peter, launch out into the deep. Peter would have never done it. What happens when you try all that you've tried and you nothing works? God's got to speak to you. Okay. When you tried everything you could try in your marriage and y'all are still arguing, y'all still fussing, y'all still cussing, or you still choosing to be quiet because people think cussing is bad. It is. It's sin. But but look here, silence with your partner is just as dangerous. You know why? Because at least if you're cussing, I know you're mad. If you're not saying that, I don't know what's going on with you. And the enemy is speaking. The enemy speaks loud. Glory to God. The enemy speaks louder in silence than he does with, with us saying something because he's, he's speaking to your mind. See, God is saying, I'm launching you out into the deep to learn to start talking to your spouse a little bit more, to change the way you talk to your spouse. There are three things that we do. We either talk to people, we talk at people, or we talk about people. Yeah. We talk to people, we talk at people, or we talk about people. Many times people call communication, I'm talking to you. No, you're talking at me. You're not You're not considering what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I am. No, but you're still saying the same thing. You're saying the same thing. So that means you need to be look seeking God on God, giving you, glory to God, taking you into occupied territory. You need to go deeper. There are depths in God to so know if you go deeper in God, God will show you how to talk to your wife, sir. God will show you, ma'am, to stop trying to overpower your husband. You see, sometimes we do that and not even aware that we do it. We do it indirectly. We don't do it maliciously, meaning that we have a forethought of it, but we do it. Yes, we do. Look, okay. So, so, so we see the commandment to launch out into the deep. We see the consecration. When you launch out into the deep, you're going to be set apart. The Bible says in John 17, 17, sanctify, which means to set apart, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Sanctify simply means to consecrate. When you consecrate something, you separate it from that which is common and you dedicate it unto God. Because see, something just separated and not in the midst of what is ungodly is still not consecrated. It's not. Separated means I'm not. I'm amongst, but I'm not like, and yet I am committed to God. That's what consecration means. So we see the commandment to 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 go into the depths of God and to go to God, grow and touch those areas of spirituality that are untouched. Okay, and we see the consecration of the depths of God. Now we're going to see the comfort of the depths of God. What do you mean the comfort? The comforter, the Holy Spirit, is the one that ushers us into the depths of God to operate in and function into unoccupied territory and so that we may walk in victory over the devil. Okay? Watch this. Unoccupied territory speaks of the depths of God. Look at people of God. We need to go deeper. 
we need to go deep. Many people think, uh, uh, I've had people say that before because the way of escape ministry is a teaching ministry. I don't, I've had even preachers that pastor churches and say, well, I don't get out deep like that. Well, well, number one, you may not be a pastor. Because the Bible clearly teaches that I will give you pastors after my own heart and they shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So therefore, if you don't have a conviction for teaching, then maybe you're not a pastor because God would never, ever make a call a man to be a shepherd over his sheep in which he didn't feed. Okay. God doesn't call people to feed. Glory to God. Call pastors to feed people junk food. He don't feed the sheep junk food. No, no, sir. No, no. They, they, look, here, you could be a teacher and not a pastor, but you cannot be a pastor and not a teacher. You have nothing. You feed them. You know, that's like being a mother or father. And you don't you don't you, you don't you don't provide groceries. You don't provide nothing. You don't provide care. Well, you're not really a mother or father. OK, you're just a sperm donor. OK, or a person that occupies and lives in with them. It's more intimate. And so what is God saying? God is saying, okay, we see here the comfort of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead us into the deep. God, he says here, uh, once again, verse number 1 Corinthians 2 and 10, but God had revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searches all things, yea, the very deep things of God. The spirit knows unoccupied territory. So my prayer for you and for me is that we would leave the mundane and the common as Christians and launch out into unoccupied territory. We need to win Shreveport, Louisiana. We need to win the world, people of God. Okay? Those early apostles turned the world upside down. Why? Because they were totally saturated. They lived daily saturated, controlled, and dominated by the Holy Spirit. Number one, the Spirit of God and the Word of God is going to lead us into the depths of God. Oh, my God. That's that's monumental right there. That's the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God and the Word of God would lead us into the depths of God. Jesus was led up after he was he was baptized by his cousin, John the Baptist. He was led up of the spirit in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says, listen closely, the spirit of God had deserved, had had descended as like a dove lighting upon him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Jesus received the, uh, received the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Yes, he did. He was baptized. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. His public ministry could not begin until you can't launch out into the deep until you get the fullness of the Holy Spirit. That means baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can't. You can have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, but you don't really have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, I know 1 Corinthians uh, 12 talks about we have we have uh, all been baptized into the spirit. But you got to understand, you don't believe in the gifts, the fivefold gifts. Now, we're not going to get into that, but I'm just going to mention it because some of you listen closely. My life didn't change. I was a believer for several years, probably like two or three years. No, no longer than that. And nevertheless, uh I was told that, well, well, all that prophecy and all that and, 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 and speaking in tongues, all that, it was dispensational and it stopped and it's not, it's not active now. But yet when I went through being ostracized by those same people that taught that, I come to understand something that, uh, I looked that up and I couldn't find it anywhere in the Bible. It never, it showed it when it started, the fivefold ministry, but it never stopped. 
And Jesus operated in the fivefold ministry. He was apostle, the prophet. Look here, the priest. Listen, look here. Glory to God. He was he was a pastor. He pastored. Glory to God. His disciples. He was a teacher. Glory to God. Glory to God. And he was an evangelist for the edification of the body of Christ, that we may all come into the unity of the Spirit of God. He 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 operated in that. All gifts. So why would he do that? And then lead captivity captive. Conquer the devil, put the devil under his feet and our feet too as well. Rise from the dead on the third day to only say, I want you to live a common life as a Christian. Okay. God is saying, some of you that were listening to this are saying, God is speaking to me and I need to launch out into the deep. Tongues will launch you out into the deep. But notice something. It's got to be the spirit of God working in your heart to let you know there's something deeper in God than what you're experiencing. One of the saddest things that ever that ever could happen to a, a believer is that you only uh, are guilty of not maximizing God in your life. I need everything that God has. I want to know everything about. Now, I'm not going to know everything about God, but I want to know everything that God is willing to share with me about himself on this earth. The Bible says that Jesus says, I, I, I can't tell you everything. He says, I can't even share all with you that's in this book. He said, the book, can't, he said, I couldn't even write it all because you couldn't get it. But I am telling you this, glory to God, that there are depths in God that are deeper than where you are. God is saying, I'm calling you into the deep right now. Some of you that are going through, I feel your tears, glory to God, going through life, trying in difficult times. Baby, God didn't allow the storm to come to destroy you or to kill you. He allowed it to come to take you into the deep, to show you a side of himself that he's never shown you before, to reveal to you his goodness and his grace. Well, you know, I know his goodness and grace, but you don't know it to, to the full, you see. There's always something to know and learn and observe about God. It's always something to Jesus said in his ministry many times, behold, behold, that means to take look, to take notice. I need your full attention. You see. So with that said, I want to pray for you. I pray, Lord, I pray that for those that are really having a troubled time right now in your life. And I pray that God would touch your mind, touch your heart, that he would help you and that he would turn your mind to the place to where it's renewed in the fact that, guess what, in the truth that uh, he's launching you out into the deep. He's trying to take you deep. He's not trying to destroy you. He's not trying to discourage you. He's not trying to hurt you. He's trying to take you somewhere. Right before there is a great victory, there is a great storm. God wants you to understand that he is the one that can speak to the waters, that can speak to the waves, that can speak to the trouble, that can speak to the marital problem, that can speak to the financial problems. You see, I'm having problems financially, Pastor. I mean, it's barely like daily. He feeds me with his daily bread. He's just teaching you and, and there's no overflow. Well, actually, God told me to tell you, it's not that it's not overflow. He's trying to teach you again how to trust him moment by moment. When things happen to where you know you need God, God is just trying to renew your fellowship and your allegiance to him. The Bible says in Matthew 5 and 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. He's just trying to show you a part of him, a side of him that you've never seen before. And he says, I need you to see, see me for yourself because you cannot minister to people in any greater way than what you see or what you know of God yourself. Knowing God 
is not secondhand testimony. You got to know it for yourself. So therefore you got to go through, you have to cry, you have to holler, you have to scream, you have to laugh. And baby, that's what the Christian life is all about. God is good. He's greatly to be praised. People of God, let's launch out into the deep. 2023 is right before us. God is saying, I'm taking you and actually literally preparing you to launch out into the deep. I need you to know I want you to go deeper. I got unoccupied territory for you, your family, your children, your ministry, your business, your work, your education. Look here. I have so much untapped, 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 untouched territory for you. I love you. Glory to God. And I'm committed to you. Yield to me. Yield to me. Say yes to the trial and understand it's just an instrument to get you to a place to where you are in untapped and untouched territory. I'm taking you higher. I'm not bringing you lower. May God bless you. May God keep you, Father, and I thank you for your people, your lovely people, your sweet people, your beautiful people, the people of the living God. And I pray that you would touch and meet every prayer request right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray you turn their hearts and their minds to you to know that you are in control. You love them and there is nothing that escapes your presence. There's nothing that you that that you miss that you don't see. Father, I praise you. We praise you and honor you for being such a wonderful father. And we commit this time to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The depths of God. God bless you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.